subscribe to Daily Talks Media channel on YouTube and especially on Facebook as well. Subscribe and uh, share your comments real time, prayer request and praise report. Let us know what the Lord is doing in your life at this time. Please get in touch. And uh, we, we've got our prayer experience team on the on the chat line at the minute. If you put your prayer request there, they'll pick it up and we will pray together. The prayerexperience.com website is available with lots of resources, especially prayer and fasting materials. Uh, we had a prayer and fasting in January. We've had one in the recent past as well. And uh, I think the last three days of each month is our time of prayer and fasting. So another one is coming around the corner. I can't believe, where has the time gone? We're approaching the end of May and we're crossing over into the month of June. Okay, let's great go into Thanksgiving. That's going to help us with Thanksgiving. want to thank the Lord that we are alive and well even at this time in Jesus' name. Psalm 46, verse 1 to 2, it says, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. I like the way the psalmist put it there. You know, uh, nothing gets much worse than an earthquake or the mountains crumbling into the sea. But it says in the midst of all of that, we will not fear because God is our strength and our refuge. Come we thank the Lord for who he is in our lives, in our families, in our homes, and uh, all that he is to us, our rock and our pillar and our shield. Wherever you are, indoor, outdoor, out and about, or you're at work, and you've taken your break time to pray along with us, can we give thanks to the Lord together right now? Father, we want to thank you. We give you praise. We honor you. We bless you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for how good that you are to us. What a great God that you are. What an amazing God that you are our strength. You are our refuge, a very present help in time of need. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Father, thank you for how you've been our strength, January, February, March, April, May. And, and here we are, almost the middle of 2022. You are God. We praise you. We lift you up on high. Be exalted in Jesus' name. Amen. I've got a word I want to share with us. The Father's heart on the inspired word. And um, we're looking at... John chapter 4, 34 to 35. Many of you will have heard me share this scripture a lot, either in church or on the prayer experience. It's one of the core scriptures that God gave us at the beginning of the prayer, the vision behind the prayer experience. And this is what Jesus said. The precursor to that was that Jesus met with the woman at the well and began to talk with her. And then his disciples later came and they found him talking to a woman. Jesus crossed all cultural uh, barriers and, and all the, the religious barriers of his days and of his time. He crossed all of that to be able to meet up with this woman, to witness to this woman, and to speak into her life. And then Jesus began to address his disciples. He said, hey, listen, Jesus explained. He says, my nourishment, my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me 
and from finishing his work. And then it says, you know the saying, four months between planting and harvest, but I say, wake up and look around. The fields are already ripe for harvest. They asked him, Master, we brought food for you. And Jesus said, my food is not the physical food. My food is to do the will of the Father. Jesus is not necessarily saying don't eat, but he was trying to make a point here that the, the driving force was the Father's heart, which is harvest, which is to see people come into the kingdom, which is to see people being saved. And Jesus outreaching to this woman who was an outcast, outreaching to this woman whom the religious folks won't want to relate with. He said, that's the main thing for me. He says, look at what he says. You, normally you will say four months, then planting and harvest. He said, when it comes to this thing, you don't follow the natural order of things. And he says, it might not look it, it might not sound like it's harvest time, but listen, hey, it's harvest time spiritually. He says, wake up. One translation says, Lift up your heads and look round about you. It is harvest time. People are talking about the pandemic. People are talking about the war in Russia. And we do not, uh, we, we do not downgrade any of these things. They are very, very important. But as intercessors, as prayer warriors, as Christians, and as believers, we've got to be aware that there is something that is of more importance than all that is happening around us. The enemy might want to just distract us with a lot of things. But the key thing is, what is God doing in the here and the now? What is God doing? What is God doing? It is harvest season. God wants us to be involved in what he is doing. God wants our heart to, to, to pursue the things, right? that are important to him. As far as God is concerned, there's nothing that can happen in this world that has, hasn't happened before. It has happened before. You know, you talk about wars, you talk about famine, you talk about economic crisis, you talk about political crisis. Kings will come, kings will go. Government will come, government will go. But the priority of God is winning souls. The priority of God is seeing men and women come into the kingdom. The priority of God is that the church will rise up and begin to reach out, whether it's in good times, whether it's in difficult times, whether it's in the time of war, in the time of famine, in the time of crisis. Our job, number one job, is the Father's assignment, the Father's mission. How can we reach more people with the news about the kingdom? How can we take this gospel to the ends of the earth? How can we get more people into the kingdom? Prayer warriors and intercessors across Africa, across the Middle East, across Europe. I am saying this to us today, that we need to get on our knees more and pray that the church will awake to its number one responsibility, that believers will awake to their number one responsibility, to see more people come into the kingdom, to see more people saved, because the end is near. We are in the last of the last of the last of the last days. You can't get more <laughs> end time than we are right now. We, we, even the scientists will tell you that we are in the zero hour of human existence. In other words, anything could happen anytime. Today is the famine. Today is the pandemic. Today is the, is the war. 
It could be anything tomorrow, more devastating. We've got little time left and we've got to wake up. Jesus said, wake up and see that harvest is ripe. Men and women in cities and nations. And you know something the Lord dropped in my heart yesterday. I was praying with uh, uh, Paul Royals. We were praying, going, going, going for an assignment yesterday. And God dropped it in my heart that the prayer experience, how can we, how can we as a prayer experience team take this prayer to the city centers across the northwest of England? I'm sharing that now. How can we take the prayer experience uh, as a practical pray, prayer that we intercede within the city center of towns and villages across the northwest of England? And how can you in your towns, in your cities, in your nations, those of you in Nigeria, those of you in Zambia, those of you in Kenya, those of you in India, how can we take the prayer experience as a praying experience, that's the word, as a praying experience where practically we can go on ground in the middle of our towns and, and, and our cities and begin to lift up prayer and intercede. Watch this space. We're praying for God to give us a divine direction. I tell you, the end is near, and we've got to really step out. We've got to really step out. Okay, let's have a moment of reflection, and let's begin to pray. Father, in Jesus' name, here we are. Here we are, Lord. We come before you. We seek you. We seek your face. We seek your heart concerning that which is your heart. We seek your heart concerning that which is your agenda. We seek your heart concerning that which is your priority. We want to take prayer to every city every town, every village, every community. We want to take prayer everywhere we go. Help us. Help us, Lord. We need you. We need your help. We need your guidance. We need your direction. We need you to show us the way to go forward, to move forward with this in our lives, in our homes, in our families, in our individual experience. That prayer will not just be what we pray here on the prayer experience as a platform, but how can we see multiple expression of prayer, chaplaincy in our places of work, where some of us will gather our work colleagues, maybe half an hour every week. Some of us will gather our neighbors and have half an hour every week. And then we, we will have units of prayer and praying people across our nations. Lord, help us. Give us a heart for it. And, and we know it doesn't just end with prayer. We know there's a practical aspect of it where we actually need to step out. But God, we ask for your divine direction. Stare our hearts. Stare our mind. Stare, give us a fresh vision, oh God. A fresh vision of that which is your heart that we will share your heart. We will share in your vision for humanity. The reason that Jesus came 2,000 years ago to die for humanity. That we will not take our eyes off the ball and begin to focus on other things. That we will prioritize on those things which are kingdom priorities. Help us, oh God. 
Help us, Father, in Jesus' mighty and precious name. We pray, amen, amen. I want us to pray for the nations. And this scripture comes to mind in Mark chapter 6, verse 34. Jesus saw the huge crowd. And I tell you, he's still looking at the huge crowd today. Jesus is still looking at Tunisia, Algeria, Morocco. He's looking at Brazil and Argentina, United States. And he's seen huge crowd. It's not different from what he saw back then. Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat and he had compassion on them. And I'll tell you, this is the heart of Jesus today. He's still having compassion on people, nations, communities, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching many things. Jesus is still looking down today. He's still seeing people as sheep without shepherd. I want us, I want us to begin to pray around us, people, families, homes, individuals, so many people who are living in a state of confusion, in a state of hopelessness. So many people are tired of life. So many people have given up on life. So many people are weary of existing. So, so many people are just living in a state where it's just existing, just existing, just living, living without purpose. I want us to pray for the nations, pray for people in your communities, that they will find God because without God, humanity has no purpose. Without God, humanity is lost. Without Jesus, mankind is lost. People are living lives like sheep without a shepherd. I want us to pray that people will repent and find salvation. Repent and find salvation. People take on all kinds of things thinking they will find joy. They're thinking they will find fulfillment. Then they get to the point where there's no fulfillment, there's no joy in those things. They, 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 they become despair about their life, about their existence. I want us to just pray that there will be repentance and salvation. My heart breaks. The other day I saw a tweet, yesterday I saw a tweet about a young man, 19 years old, who took his own life because he was just tired of living. That broke my heart. And I said, God, we want to pray that men and women will turn to you in our day and in our age. There's so many things happening in our world today, bringing people to the place of despair, bringing people to the place of hopelessness, bringing people to the place of, uh, of wandering around in life, bringing people to the place where they give themselves over to all kinds of debauchery. People give themselves over to all kinds of drugs and drink and, and things that, that destroying homes and families and marriages and splitting relationship between parents and children. So many homes, so many families under the cushion of darkness right now. Jesus, you are the light of the world. We wanna pray that that light will shine into homes, shine into families, shine into lives, that people will turn to Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. We pray for communities in Manchester, the communities in Preston, communities in Blackpool, Burnley, communities across 
the northwest of England, across all over the United Kingdom, Wales and, 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 and Scotland and all of the British Isles. We pray that men and women, instead of turning to drink and drugs, will turn to Jesus Christ. That's our prayer. That's what we crave for right now, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We got to pray for the church now. The church needs to get involved in these. The church needs to become mission minded. We need to get away. We need to get away. Get away from uh, uh, all of those all of those things that that deviates us away from being mission minded. Let's 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 get into the nitty gritty of, of God's heart. Look at Mark 16, verse 20, the early church. The Bible says the disciples went everywhere and preached. <laughs> they went everywhere and preached. And the Lord walked through them, confirming what they preached with signs and wonders. Do we want to see miracle working power? Do we want to see the grace of God? Do we want to see the glory of God? This thing will happen when we get out there, when we become mission-minded, when we begin to reach out. Can we pray for the church that we will become mission-minded again? I'm not talking about just the street evangelism that we do, but individuals in our neighborhood, in our circle of friends, that we will deliberately in our workplaces begin to form relationship and build friendship. Friendship that is intended towards creating an avenue where we can preach the gospel to people, where we can witness the good news. Pray for the church right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we want to pray for the body of Christ. We need your help so seriously, Lord. We do need your help seriously. We need you to help us wake up the church again that we will become mission-minded. Wake us up. Wake us up, oh God. Wake the body of Christ up. Wake us up in Belgium. Wake us up in Spain. Wake us up, oh God, in Ukraine. In Even in Russia, in the middle of all of these, that we will not be too consumed 100%, that we will look for avenues. How can we become mission-minded? Lord, we pray for China. We pray for India and Pakistan. We pray for the Philippines. We pray for the church across Africa. Oh God, that we will not be too uh, uh, comfortable with our, uh, our pet programs and our pet events uh, if they are not geared towards mission, if they are not bringing people to the Lord. Help us. Help the church. Stare our heart. Give us the compassion, the same compassion we witnessed Jesus had, where he said, Bible says he had compassion upon the multitude, that once again, that compassion will flood our heart, that as we see men and women daily living their lives without Christ, we will become mission-minded, kingdom-minded, assignment-minded, purpose-minded, God-minded, outreach-focused in the things that we do. Help us, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Oh, wow. My time is fast going. Can we pray quickly for the United Kingdom? One minute. Pray for the United Kingdom. 
so much happening, but I, I just want us to pray peace and prosperity over this nation. Can you pray that with me? It says the Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry, restoring your strength. Can you pray for this nation? Father, we want to pray peace and prosperity. There's a lot of doom and gloom projections about our economy, about the future, about so many things. But God, we want to pray for peace and prosperity in this nation. We ask for your hand of blessing over this nation. We want to pray for the government. We pray, Lord, that you will take control of decision-making. You will take control of the parliament. You will take control of our local councils across this nation, oh God, and you will give them wisdom, give them direction, give them the, 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 the know-how, oh God, and the guidance of God. We pray that, Lord, this nation will blossom. We pray prosperity in homes and families for those families where children are scavenging for food. It, oh God, it, it, it's hard to think that in this nation, children will be going from the, the, one place to the other looking for food on the street. Lord, we pray that you will open the doors and, and bring provision and bring supplies again, oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we want to finish with a prayer for healing for the nations. Oh God, my time just ran out of me, but we've got to pray this. If you're out there, you just need God healing touch upon your life. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Whatever the niggling pain is, whatever the virus is, whatever the, the, the infirmity is, can we pray together right now? Ask the Lord for his divine touch. Ask the Lord for healing right now in your body. Lord, we want to pray in the name of Jesus. We ask for your healing power. We ask that you will touch. We, we, we stand against cancer in the name of Jesus. We speak healing and health. We ask, oh God, you said that we shouldn't worry, but we should commit everything to prayer and the peace of God that passes all understanding. We're garrison man God of our heart and mind. We ask for nothing missing, nothing broken into homes and families that have been ravaged by sickness and disease and illness and all kinds of symptoms of infirmity. We pray that you will step in miracle working God will you step in into individuals into lives oh God and reverse the cause of sickness and disease and bring healing and health and restoration into lives we speak we're going to be back tomorrow it's a Tuesday and it's 1 p.m I hope to see you God bless you have a wonderful day bye-bye
Just cry.